You're listening to 515, the Ultra Podcast, the show that invites you into the lives of people who make up the Ultra family. Here's your host for these conversations, Larry Ryan. Thank you, MJ. Hello, listeners, and welcome to a special edition of 515, the Ultra Podcast. As regular listeners know, I'm currently in Phoenix, Arizona to assist Aussie athlete Shane Duffy as he attempts his fifth 515 distance race in just 10 months, just prior to returning home to Australia, where he will race in Ultraman Australia to complete six 515 distance races in a 12-month period. Inspired by Armando Armellini, who was attempting to complete all four Ultraman-branded races in one year last year, Shane has adopted El Plan and has been executing it here all weekend. Along with myself, his crew is made up of Mark Moody from the Seattle area and old man Dan Attard from Buffalo and recent addition of a local, Ricky Seuss. Shane has had the luck of the Irish as El Plan has fallen from the sky and the universe continues to introduce a series of people who have come to be supporters of this charismatic Aussie, including his paddler Luann Masters Brennan. Shane is disappointed that his good friend Gail Locks was unable to be at this particular race, as she's been along for the entire journey. But she does continue to crew virtually using those well-learned pandemic skills. On Shane's behalf, I would like to send out a very special thank you to Gail and everyone following his race on our WhatsApp group. Of course, Shane would also like to thank his wife, Allison, and the whole family for supporting him to fulfill this endeavor. Unfortunately, the other person who is missing from this Ohana reunion in Arizona this weekend is the voice himself, Mr. Steve King. Steve, everyone here is really missing you, and I personally hope to catch up with you again very shortly. If you've been following the 515 Instagram, you will have seen that he is with the race in spirit, at least with our crew. With Steve sitting on the sidelines for this race, Jen has put to work her friend of Ultraman Florida and Ultraman Arizona, Chris Clark, to take over announcing duties. And he, along with Assistant Race Director Chris Holzner, are going to bring you brief day one and day two summaries in just a few minutes. Now, the hard part, of course, about working at a 515 race is the long hours. Not only the 12 hours that the athletes have to complete these days, but also the hours of setup and takedown that occur each day. So, gentlemen, I give you great thanks for taking the time to submit these updates. First up is Chris with Day One. This is Chris Clark coming to you from Day One of Ultraman Arizona 2023 with your Day One recap. Mother Nature smiled upon our athletes this morning as we had a beautiful sunrise coming up over a 57, 58, or absolutely perfect water temperature lake. Uh, depending on which athlete you ask, our leaders coming out of the water, we had Max Netzef at 254.44, which gives him a new Ultraman Arizona swim split record. His day one bike time was 4.16.20, giving him a total day one time of 7 hours, 11 minutes, and 4 seconds. 
out of the water behind him was Chamba uh, at three hours, 28 minutes and 10 seconds. So he's almost a half hour behind him and maintained that gap into the bike. He finished the day at eight hours, three minutes, 39 seconds. A total of almost an hour spreads our first and second finishers of day one. Rounding out the top five, we had Muhammad at nine hours, 11 minutes and 37 seconds. Mason Tuber at nine hours, 21 minutes and 30 seconds. And Shane Peed with 9.24.30. Very close field. Uh, actually rounding out the, the top 10, we had uh, Pierce Show, young 22-year-old Shane Duffy, the old man. But a, a very, very strong grouping in the midfield category. Our females performed brilliantly, both in the water and out yesterday, uh, leading the women, uh, Cynthia Barnes, she came out of the water in four hours, 25 minutes, 13 seconds. Carrie Mendel was not uh, far behind her, four hours, 26 minutes, 36 seconds. Unfortunately, our third female athlete, uh, Karen Bonnet, did not finish the swim. However, she did get on her bike and finish day one. So she continues as a participant and she will continue as a participant on day two. Looking at day two, you look for some very strong cyclists to make their way against the wind. Tomorrow's supposed to be a very windy day. Again, Mother Nature smiled upon us today. Tomorrow's supposed to be a different story. We're supposed to have some very, very strong winds. So no matter which way these athletes turn, they will be against the headwind, a crosswind, or something that they probably won't like. But it will test their abilities, and we look for them at the day two finish after a 172 mile bike ride that said today we had a 10k swim followed by a 90 mile bike and it was an absolutely brilliant day we will see you all tomorrow from ultraman arizona 2023 thank you chris clark and now is chris holzner with day two this is jb holzner with the ultraman arizona 2023 day two recap it was a beautiful day out on the course. The sun was shining. Uh, started off in the 50s and climbed up into the high 60s and into the low 70s for the finish. Sun was shining all day. The wind picked up, was a little bit, little bit windy, was definitely a factor. For the men's field, Max uh, retained his uh, lead throughout the entire race, rode a blazing seven hour and 42 minute, 47 second, 171 miles today with uh, Juan Chamba Castilla-Arillo retaining his second position with a ride of 9.03.02. Uh, Shane P. jumped two spots with a 9.44.07 ride. Muhammad had some bike issues and put in a 10.31.32 ride. James Scanlon was the big success story of the day. He jumped four spots with a 9.58.14 ride. In the women's field, uh, Cynthia Bartis retained her lead with a 10.55.56 ride. Carrie Mandel um, stayed in second and rode an 11.34.34. And Karen Bonnet, uh, her, with a USAT age of 67, the oldest woman to attempt this distance, had some difficulty with the swim on the first day, but stuck with it and came out this morning, rode 153.5 miles with a smile on her face and a fantastic attitude. We're looking forward to seeing her tomorrow on the course. Yes, indeed, JB, and thank you for that update. So after day two, there are a total of 19 racers still vying for the Ultraman designation. 
Unfortunately, day two did see another athlete fall into the DNF category as Simon Shuri was not able to complete the course in the 12 hours. Surprisingly, he was the only one today. The people that I spoke with on the course today while crewing and hanging out at the finish line all agreed that it was a tough day two bike ride, and it was made even tougher by the early winds in the morning. We are all looking forward to see how the top three through ten run tomorrow at the 84k double marathon, just to see how many places are changed up. It's a tight field all clumped together within an hour of each other, and we know that that is not a long time when looking at the strength or weaknesses of the third discipline. We have James Scanlon currently in fifth place, who can put together a very fast run. He recently ran a 635.03 to be the first runner in at Ultraman Florida this year while setting the record there. Of course, he was second to the amazing Jeremy Howard in Florida, who is currently here in Arizona helping out his staff. And Jeremy did the Florida race on a steel bike built by none other than J.B. Holzner, or Chris Holzner, who we just heard from, as he creates custom cycles at Full Moon Cycles right down the road in Yuma, Arizona. So it could be an exciting battle on the run course tomorrow to see if James or any other competitor can get to the day three finish line ahead of Maxim Nezov, who, barring great disaster, is poised to become the 2023 champion with his incredible lead of over two hours overall after the two days over second place competitor, the man known as Chamba. We know that there will be records set both overall and in each of the age groups as this will be the first full edition of the race since the swim was suspended last year. But might we even see a few overall records fall with some of these great racers we have attending? Only tomorrow will tell. And if all goes well tomorrow, my friend and your race director, Jen McVeigh, will be submitting a day three race summary sharing all of the stories and telling us how this second Ultraman Arizona all unfolded. Tune in during the day tomorrow on Instagram and follow the race at Ultraman Arizona and listen to the race recap with me, Larry Ryan and Jen McVeigh tomorrow on the 515 podcast. Hey, if you liked what you heard today, please tell a friend and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'd appreciate it if you'd rate and review the show while you're there. Drop the names of the people you think we should interview and we'll get in touch with them and make that happen. Thank you for listening to 515, the Ultra Podcast, a production of 55 Enterprises. Now really, go. Go subscribe now before you forget.